0: Hi and welcome to show number 20 of the El Capsita Travel Talks, a podcast where people share travel stories and adventures. My name is Tony Lloyd and I'm your host. I'd like to thank all the people who have been following us so far and for the new people I encourage you to subscribe so that you have all the updates as soon as they come in. Don't forget to take a look at our Facebook page with all the written stories and if you're someone who's interested in writing a story, or if you'd like to be a guest for our future show, please send an email to elcafcitatraveltalks at gmail.com. And if you have any questions or comments, it could also be sent to that same email, elcafcitatraveltalks at gmail.com. For all the people that would like to help support this podcast, please take a look at our travel notes, see how you could do so. All donations will be gratefully appreciated. For today's show, which was previously recorded here at El Cafecito in Cuenca, Ecuador, we look at the different fears that people have while traveling. So please get yourself a cup of tea or a coffee and enjoy today's show.
1: My name is Trevor Cheatham. I am an American traveling through part of South America and I ended up here at the Cafecito a couple days ago based on some recommendations from a friend, and I've had a great time here so far.
0: Okay, well, thank you. What are your thoughts on what are people afraid of? Why are they traveling? This Why a, or while they're traveling? Sorry. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's a good question. It's something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. Uh, and I've been asking some of my fellow travelers on my trip about this question. And um, I've kind of, I've theorized that fears happen, for me at least, and for a lot of my peers in three different areas. And a lot of it has to do with just There are a lot of different things to be afraid of when you travel um, that people worry about, especially in the planning phase. And so one of those, I think, is the fear of the unknown. And I feel that a lot of people, and myself included, when you get ready to go on a new trip, there are so many questions about the the place that you're going to go. What am I going to do there? How am I going to get there? How am I going to get around? And then you just have, there are things that are unknown. You know, I don't know the language, I don't know the people, I don't know the culture, I don't know what these cultural norms are going to be like. I don't know how I'm going to do in a new system. And I think that when you look at some of those, some of these things, especially in the planning phase, are what keep people from maybe going on a trip that they might have gone to or going to an area that they're a little more unfamiliar with, and instead they choose to go somewhere where they're a little more familiar or they know the language in that area. And, and so I think the fear of the unknown is one of the bigger ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like when you go to a new pool and you're not sure whether it's cold or warm, but you haven't had a chance to, to feel it yet you have to just jump in.
0: And okay, so that's fear number one. Yeah. What about if we do this? We'll go through and we'll list the three types of fears that you, just, you said you thought about in three different areas. And then we'll go back and we will look at each one. So okay. just to give people a general idea, we'll go one, two, three, and then we'll go back.
1: The second fear um, is I think the fear of missing out. Fear of missing out, it's when, you, uh, it's when you are gonna go on a trip and you're worried about missing things back home or you're worried about missing things where you're going to go. Okay. The, the end is there are things that you're not going to be able to experience or things here and you're going to miss them. Okay. Fear number three is what I call the fear of expectations. And it is based on expectations others have in both a personal nature and in a societal nature. And you have a fear that you're either not living up to those expectations or you're going to let people down by, by going on a trip or by traveling. Um, or you're afraid of what to expect when you get there and you're not sure that your expectations are going to live up to, to what the actual place has to offer.
0: Okay. And just before we start explaining these different fares and talking a little bit more about them, which we'll do right in a few minutes, I just want to go back to a starting point here. How did you decide to, to start to travel? Like what are, where does your travel bug come from?
1: My travel bug comes from when I was a small child. My family, we, we grew up, we moved a lot as, as children, and we moved to not only within the United States, but we also moved to countries outside of the United States uh, with my mom's job. And so from a very young age, I was exposed to new areas and new cultures, and it was not uncommon for us to get on a plane and go to a place where we didn't speak the language, we didn't understand the culture, we were unfamiliar with the terrain. And I think growing up in that sort of environment stuck with me, and so the first big trip, I moved to college, separate from where my family was, and then the first big trip I did was a study abroad semester in Europe. And I really enjoyed that and I did some traveling there. Uh, but a lot of people there spoke English and, and a lot of, of the culture was similar to what you might find back home. This trip came about a little bit differently. I recently finished uh, my degree and I, I need to get a job eventually. And I have some gap time in between the two. And I decided I wanted to, to go do something. And South America was an area that I knew very, very, I, I knew a little bit about, but not. In, a, in In a sense of travel, I know the language just barely enough to get by so so there were a bunch of unknowns about about South America, but i heard great things from people who had traveled previously, and so that's kind of what helped me set off onto this trip uh, but definitely having the child having a childhood where I had traveled a lot and my my family was very open to the idea of yes, you should go travel, see new places, experience new things that that has helped me get over some of my fears of traveling
0: okay let's go back to the fears okay fear number one said it was a fear of the unknown it's let's again refresh our memories of what the uh how the fear is and let's look at some examples and maybe some solutions
1: sure so fear number one is the fear of the unknown Mm -hmm. it's the fear of not not knowing what lies ahead some some examples might include say you're going to somewhere in south america say you're coming to ecuador You've never been to Ecuador before. You can read about it on the internet, you can look at it in guidebooks, but you really don't know what's going to be there when you arrive. And so this worry of not knowing what you're going to arrive to and what things look like and how things operate is one example. Another one that follows along with that is not knowing the language. So mm-hmm. if you don't speak Spanish and you come to Ecuador, then there will, there's oftentimes a language barrier not knowing the language and, not, and knowing that you might not be able to communicate as clearly as you could back home is something that might prevent people from deciding, I want to go travel. Mm-hmm. There are remedies to these. One, one way to do it is...
0: Well, let's, let's, let's play a little bit on that for a second, because I think I want to add in there, like, one of the things that usually happens with that particular fear is how others around you feed it. Like, people say, oh my gosh, if you're going to Ecuador, what are you going to eat? Do they have cars there? You know, how are you going to get around? Oh, I know somebody who knows somebody who had a cousin who told them that they went 10 years ago and they couldn't find the toothpaste they wanted. Oh my gosh, what are you going to do? So I think it's not only the fear that one has internally themselves, but I think a part of that is how other people feed into it. And then it just Expands into, that, into that point. It just builds into that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know if you could remember any of the funny things that people told you before coming.
1: Is that really safe? Is it a safe place? Are you going to be able to get around? Do they have transport? or you know, are you gonna are you gonna be stuck in a place? And and people do feed into it as you go, especially those who maybe haven't traveled as much. Exactly. Uh, and they've not experienced the trip on their own, or they've only been to places where it seems very common to them. There's a common culture or a common language.
0: Mm-hmm. I have to say that I, I remember personally people going as far as saying, what happens if they don't have the toilet paper that you want? And I'm like, well, I'll just clean myself <laughs> in the way that the people clean themselves when I'm there. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: okay. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay. Sometimes you have to improvise in situations. <laughs> they're, okay. not, they're not always going to have your favorite toothpaste, your favorite soda, or your favorite you know, anything, but they have lots of other things that are really good and that, that do the job,
0: so. Okay, and I, and I think part of that is like, one of the reasons for traveling is to have new experiences. And if that's going to be a new experience, let's start off with that one. Yeah, okay. exactly. So, how then do we deal with some of those? fear? Like,
1: there, there's a couple different things you can do. Before you get on the plane, if you're really, really worried about not knowing what's ahead, and not knowing how to move about the country and, and the region, uh, the best thing to do is do a little bit of research before you go. I mean, there's a lot of information online and in different guidebooks that provide you with resources to where you can look at bus schedules. You can look at how other travelers have gone. There are a lot of online blogs. There are a lot of online forums where people talk about these types of things. Uh, and so, just by doing a little bit of research, say you're going to Ecuador, you just type in how to travel around Ecuador or buses in Ecuador. You get a wealth of knowledge and a wealth of articles about how the bus system operates in Ecuador, and what you can expect when you get there, and what the easiest way to get bus tickets is, and all that sort of stuff. And I think a second way to prepare is, if if you know you're very particular about certain things, if you're very particular about a toothpaste, then make sure you grab a stock of that toothpaste and bring it with you. Because if if you're very worried about not having your toothpaste with the flavor that you like, that gets you going in the morning and you're ready, then simply bringing a tube of that with you prevents you from having to worry about not having it and and that takes a lot of ease off your mind and same, same goes with travel or with languages if you're worried about not speaking the language you can buy you know there, there are tons of dictionaries that help that are not necessarily word for word dictionaries but maybe phrase dictionaries that could help you in, in an instant there's a lot of ways to start studying the language before you go somewhere a lot of apps and a lot of card like flashcards online and that sort of thing and i found that these are some of the things that really helped me because I'm normally a very plain person and I like to plan things out. Um, and it's this trip has been unique for me because I haven't done so much. But I have at least looked at general overviews of the country and said, okay, I, it looks like you could travel from north to south very easily and there are lots of places along the way to see. And and you prepare some of that ahead of time. That way you have an idea of what to expect.
0: And for some of those worrying... When people come up to you and they start giving you all these stories. What do you what do you say to people? What do you say to these people? The first
1: question I normally ask is, you know, if they're telling me a, a story about something that happened to someone in Ecuador that was really bad, I ask them oftentimes, have you been to Ecuador? Have you traveled? Have you seen it? Because oftentimes the the people that are telling you these stories are not the ones that have gone. And they're exactly. not the ones that have traveled. They're hearing it, you know, three people later, and the stories often change a little bit. And then if, if, say, someone did have a bad experience in an area, uh, you just. Ask, my next question is, well, when did that happen to you and what were the situations? Because a lot of that sort of stuff is preventable if you, you, know, you travel in, in groups, you, you go, you use the buddy system, you're wise about what areas you're traveling in, you ask the local people that are there, you know, hostel, people running hostels and people at hostels, other travelers have a wealth of knowledge because they've either been there longer than you or if you're going to a new place, they've been there before mm-hmm. and they can give you a lot of information that's kind of on the ground information right then and there up-to-date sort of stuff
0: okay good quote quote that I've heard once before is that never take advice from somebody who's never been
1: I yeah. think that one that one's, fear of the unknown is why I part of, part of the reason why I travel mm-hmm. is I don't to go to pump someplace that I'm familiar with and know a lot about because it's great to go to those type of places but going to somewhere new where you where you 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 don't know much you're not familiar with it there's a lot of excitement that comes with that so I think if one can focus on the exciting parts of the fear instead of the worrying parts of the fear for the unknown then then it helps definitely and it actually can enhance your your journeys instead of uh, Instead of deteriorating.
0: Only. So let's go to fear number two missing out
1: fear of missing out Yeah, this is a big one that a lot of people have talked to me about and it often stems Especially for people who are traveling longer amounts of time, you know If you're gone for a week, you might miss a weekend with friends or you might miss, you know A couple a, pop, before, crawl. a <laughs> pop crawl something like that if you're traveling for six months there are definitely going to be things that happen in life back home that you're going to miss. You're going to have friends that might might be having, you know, might have a kid, might get a promotion at work, you know, might start a new relationship. There are lots of things that happened at home in, in six grandma's months. Grandma's wedding. Grand, yeah. Grandma's wedding. Grandma's, <laughs> grandma's <laughs> birthday. Sorry <about> that. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. well,
0: okay, let's just say if grandma remarries, then you'll also miss grandma's. Birthday. Yeah, but I miss, miss say, I miss school. to say grandma's birthday. Yes. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, you're you're, gonna, you're bound to miss things, and and that's okay. It you don't have to be there for everything that goes on in everyone's life. And I think the way to look at this is, what are the things that you're going to get out of this trip that you're going on that might enhance your life as opposed to what you might miss out on? You know, if you compare the two, I might miss my friend's birthday, but I'm also going to meet a lot of new people, and I'm going to be able to. Engage with people that are from a totally different background than I am, and I'm going to be able to learn some new things. And we go try some new foods. I'm going to be able to see some new areas. And I think if you focus on those aspects of the trip, then it helps you helps you understand why you might be missing things. And it's the same. The same goes for talking to your friends. If they understand the reasons that you're traveling, then more understanding that hey, you missed my birthday, or you know, you missed my promotion. Um, and, and the second aspect to that part of it is we're 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 so well-connected nowadays that it, a lot of families just to Skype or a FaceTime away. I mean, you can, it, it's very easy to, to Skype a friend on their birthday and say, hey, happy birthday, and catch up for five minutes. And then when you get back home, you've got even more to talk about because you can catch up on all those things that you missed.
0: It is so much easier now than it was 10, 20, communicate through all the different apps and the different technology that we have available to us. But that being said also, I think it's wise to warn people to not always be so connected at home because the idea is coming out to have this adventure. So if you're all the time connected, then you could miss out on some of the... the
1: That's important to keep in mind because uh, I've met travelers who will spend a weekend Skyping and FaceTiming with 30 different people and in that time I maybe have gone and checked out a new waterfall or something and you come back and you tell them how great it was and they're like, oh man, I really wish I had gone on that. Mm-hmm. And and so you've got to be cognizant of how often you're using this technology. You don't want it to detract. And that I think is the second part of that brings to the second part of the fear of missing out is okay. when you're traveling there are also there are gonna be a number of opportunities of different things you could do in a given day. And you by by thinking about what you want to prioritize and how you want to go about things, um, you might miss out on one or two things here in, in when you're traveling. you know, mm-hmm. In Ecuador, there are a couple cities I've missed that I've not been able to go to. Uh, and I'm sad that I missed them, and I probably would have had great times going to them, but um, I had to prioritize where I wanted to be and what I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you figure out the purpose that you have when you're traveling and you think about why you might be on this trip and what you want to see, that will help with the second part of the fear of missing out is I'm okay missing out on this beach town right now because I want to be here in this city and see some of the things here and then I can always get another beach further down the road or or back home or something like that.
0: Okay, And that brings us to our third fear.
1: Third fear. The third fear is what I call the fear of expectations and it can be one of the harder ones to deal with and it's one that people don't, I think people don't often think about as much when they go to travel. Um, And I've, I've seen it a lot from people who are traveling long-term. They've quit their job to travel long-term, uh, maybe six months or a year. And these are people who maybe had established careers back home. They had a really nice job. Their family was right by, you know, they're down the road. They were going to their parents and their grandparents' house every other weekend. And by, by quitting their job and saying, I'm going to go travel, uh, sometimes they feel that maybe they're letting the people back home down, you know? I've been seeing them every week. I've been seeing Grandma every week. Uh, Will she be upset with me because I'm not going to be here every week? I'm going to be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And I think this one's so hard to contend with because we don't always get great feedback from people when we decide to travel for for longer or shorter amounts of time. There's a lot of people that have worries and, and sometimes negative things to say about about going to travel. Um, but I think this comes also back to looking inside yourself and saying. Why do I want to do this trip? What are the purposes? If you're, if you're somewhere and you really, really want to travel, you might, you might let someone down by saying I'm going to go away for six months, but they will, they will eventually understand if you explain to them why I've decided to travel. I've decided to travel because I've saved up some money and I'm really excited and I want to see this new place and I want to have new experiences, um, and I know that I'm going to miss some things with you guys here, but. I really want to do this for myself and to be able to see some things. And when you when you start to explain things like that to friends and family, uh, I find that they're much more receptive because now they can start to understand this is why they're doing this and while it's not always perfect for me, I at least understand why they're doing
0: it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important for people to understand before they start traveling, like what are their own personal expectation within their own mind of what they are really looking for, because if you are running away from something, you're not. It's going to still be there when you get back.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and that comes with self-reflection. You really have to know and think about before you go. What is the purpose? And then you have to ask yourself, will this travel lead to that purpose? Is it is it reasonable that that might happen? And if you really think it does, mm-hmm. you also have to prepare yourself that it doesn't. You know, if you really think that you can go on the road and find your purpose in life, and you come back and you haven't found it, it comes back to looking at what you've done. Yes, you might not have gone to accomplish what you set out to do in the first place, Mm -hmm. but you had so many great experiences, so many great memories, and learned so many other things that instead of focusing on what you didn't get out of it, focus on what you did get out of it and all the great things that have happened and all the great things you've experienced, the great people, that can really help, I think, as well. I think having having small objectives as you travel is also a really ga- great way to get more out of your travel, just in general. Even if you're not moving towards one specific goal, because then then you feel like okay, I've, I've got these small objectives and I'm working towards them. And you look for reasons to work towards them as well. So you're much less likely to just aim wanderlessly aim around, or aim wander aimlessly Water, wander like, aimlessly around a city. When you have some some small objectives, like, oh I really want to go to the market and try three different fruits today. You can go and then there are tons of things that can happen on your walk to the market and your experience in the market. But because you have that small goal, you set an expectation of, I'm going to try some new fruit, and you go do that, and you get much more out of that story than you would have if you just set
0: off to the market. Okay. Let's talk about how we manage beer on the road. Yeah,
1: fear, fear doesn't end when you've planned the trip and you get on the plane. There's still a lot of things that people worry about and are afraid about. Uh, and there are a couple ways to manage it that I've, from my personal experience. Um, I think one of the things to, to keep in mind is I've, I've got a friend who has a, a quote that they told me. And they said that fear stands for false expectations appearing real. And so I think one way to, do, to deal with this is to look at what expectations you put the, for the trip and what expectations you have for a city and think about whether that's actually true. So if you go to a large city and you're expecting it to be unsafe and you're expecting it to feel uncomfortable there, think back and say, you know, is this place really, really unsafe? Like, I've never been, I've not talked to someone yet that's been there. Should I be expecting it to be unsafe? And I think generally, most places are going to be safe as long as you're smart and wise about how you're moving about. And so that's one way to, to, to think about it, is thinking about the expectations. The second way, I think, is by knowledge. Um, If you're afraid and you're worried about how am I going to get from point A to B, you know, i landed in Cartagena, how am I going to get to Santa Marta? How am I going to get to Medellin? Um, Use the people around you. Use the people at the hostel. Use the people that work at the hostel, guests. These are people that have done these travels before. They're from the area. Uh, maybe someone just came from Santa Marta. (laughs) Yeah, yesterday. They just arrived yesterday and you've met them and you've been talking and you say, oh, I'm going to Santa Marta. I guarantee you that they would love to give recommendations on, well, this is how I did it and this is what I took and I've heard there are other ways. So just by talking to people on the ground, you get a sense of how to go about doing things and it really helps quell that fear because you know not only do you have some knowledge on it now, but you also know that someone else has done it. This has been done before. you the best expert. Yeah, and and you know that they made it safely from point A to point B, and so it's definitely a possibility. And I think those for me are the two biggest. And then another one that I really like is I try to leave some unstructured moments in my travel as well, mm-hmm. because oftentimes um, you're worried about not being able to get everything done and not being able to see everything. And sometimes leaving it a little bit unstructured lets you experience new things that you wouldn't have otherwise experienced. You know, if you say I've got three days here, two days here four days here and three days here and you meet someone awesome who's got a side trip planned and you stick to that plan all the time then you miss out on some of those good opportunities that you might have been able to experience.
0: Any last minute recommendation or any last minute tidbits or tips that you'd like to give out to anyone either contemplating a trip or actually on the road at the moment while they're listening to us maybe on the bus?
1: Yeah, um, for me, personally, buses are one of the most exciting parts of travel. It's, you're getting on a bus and you're going into the unknown, you don't know what's ahead, uh, but you know, what you do know is that it's a new place, it's new people, it's new experiences. And for me, getting on that bus and sitting down and feeling it start up and feeling you start to pull out of the bus station, for me, that's the most exciting part. And I think part of it is because I heard a quote once from Richard Leakey, and he's a famous anthropologist, and he he was at a lecture of his, and he said that life can be like bus, like a bus ride. Um, there are plenty of buses going in one direction. And by standing at the terminal and just looking at buses going by, you're not doing anything. You're just staying there. But if you get on a bus and it starts moving, and you realize it's going in the right direction, then you're headed there. But if you get on a bus and it's going in the wrong direction, you, start, you decide, oh, this is not where I should be going. It's very easy to get off that bus and wait for another bus going the opposite direction to jump on. So. I think of this a lot because I figure no matter what happens, if I get on this bus and it's not going where I want and where I think I should, I can always get off of it and come back and then start again. Or I can always get off of it and go in a whole different direction. If you keep that in mind, that, that decisions on the road are not always set and final, and that there are other options and there are tons of ways to do it, then I think that you really set yourself up for a great experience.
0: And I think also, by getting on the bus you're doing something, versus just standing there in the terminal. Yeah,
1: if you just stand there in the terminal, you're going to be stuck forever. You're never going to go anywhere, you're never going to see anything new. But by getting on the bus, that's the first step in facing the fears, is just boarding that bus, buying that ticket, you've already said, okay, I'm afraid of the unknown, but I'm going to face it today. I'm getting on this bus and I'm going to see where it leads.
0: Okay. Well, Trevor, thank you. Thank you for spending this time with me, and all the best. I bid you farewell. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening in, and as always, I hope you enjoyed today's show. On our Facebook page, you can find a written version of this story. For Trevor's contact information, please take a look at the podcast notes, where you can also find information on how to make a donation and support this podcast and for the people who have not done so as yet please subscribe to our show so you get all the future updates as soon as they come in any questions or comments please send us an email to talks at gmail.com if you're someone that would like to write a story or maybe to be featured on one of our future shows also send us an email at that same direction which is talks at gmail.com look forward to hearing from you. As soon as things get back to normal, I'd love to host you here at the El Cafecito, but for now, please stay safe. All the best.